AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity, you need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes, I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. I have a question for you. How do you define wellness? Have you even thought about it? I doubt very seriously that you can be in the world of social media or listening to podcasts without having to experience the many different definitions of wellness. The truth is that everyone has their own form of practicing wellness. For some people, it's taking runs, it's praying, it's worshiping, it's meditating. But there is something to be said about hearing different perspectives on wellness and understanding, is there anything here that I should include in my own practice. I have discovered that wellness for me definitely comes down to my prayer. It comes down to writing. It comes down to getting into the word. Sometimes it's getting into words that are rooted in the word, but not necessarily the Bible. There are devotional sometimes that I tap into that can help me break down things instead of diving right down into scriptures because low key, sometimes I dive into scripture and I'm like, that could be a good sermon. And so it robs me of the opportunity of really being fed and restored. However you define wellness, though, I think it's always very powerful when we have an opportunity to understand how someone else is growing in their knowledge and wisdom of wellness, especially when they are generous enough to share it. There have been many pioneers of wellness on the internet, but I don't think there have been any that have been as consistently authentic as Hey Friend, Hey. Friend Medina is an incredible 
incredible podcast host. She is a content creator. She is a blogger. She's a producer, a director. She's all of these fancy things. But what we love the most about Fran is that she is simply her and she allows everything she does to flow from the authenticity of who she is. What I enjoyed the most about having an opportunity to explore more about what is giving her peace is that she has been obedient recently to doing something that feels like it would be counter progression, that it would be counter hustling because she has made a move that honors what she needed in her life and for her world at a time where she is still continuing the blaze trails. What this says to me is that when we are consistently obedient with where we feel God is leading us, consistently obedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit guiding us from season to season, we may find ourselves making some tough decisions that no one else possibly could understand, but also experiencing a peace that they couldn't understand either. Seems like Fran has found that peace. And so I want to allow you to experience what's happening in her from the place of obedience in a way that I hope pushes you a little bit closer to your obedience as well. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you today? I'm doing well. I feel like I am slowly infiltrating the friend zone, getting grown, we <laughs> podcast network. Like, I don't know how many more episodes. I don't know if I need Dustin and Santi. Like, I don't know where I'm headed here, but I feel like I'm headed somewhere. And I just wanted to be clear that I, um, I don't I don't want to call it clout chasing, though, but something is definitely <laughs> happening here. And I just want to acknowledge it. How are you? I'm actually good. I'm, you know, hitting that sort of mid-year wall a little bit where yeah. you're like "Woo, okay it's about to be June but feeling reinvigorated for the second half of the year just as well so I'm definitely yeah. in need of a reset I have made it oh. um my mission it started I think during the pandemic actually where I started taking the summer down with my girls during the school year so I have a third we have six kids total but I have a 13 year old and a seven year old still in school and trying mm. to take the summer down to like reset and figure out like who am I who have we become what really matters for the rest of the year has been so yes. helpful and that's Absolutely. why we're doing this now <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I'm with you on that. I have tried to practice wellness more and more, I will say, like over the last... I will say intentionally over the last three or four years and not just seeing mm. wellness as like starting a diet. Cause I feel like wellness when it first started, like people were basically talking about how do we find a way to reach our weight loss goals? But the expansion <laughs> of wellness has really become part of a practice. Like how are you mm -hmm. practicing wellness daily? And you are like such a guru when it comes to wellness practice. And so I want to know, like, how did you get to this stage of your life where wellness became so important? to you that you felt it worthy of building a life and sharing it with others? Well, really it happened. I mean, it was like, like life always happens completely accidental. Well, accidental yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where um, I was suffering from an illness. I had some kidney complications when I was 25 and it really just the pain I was enduring, the amount of medication that mm -hmm. they were putting me on and then doctors kind of suggesting all these really invasive surgeries. Just really, it was a wake up call yeah. at 25. I was like, wait a minute. And it really had me go 
inward to kind of look at my life on a holistic level like outside of you know whatever causes the doctors may have suggested you know or or, um the causes that they may have mentioned I still could see how I had not been living in an intentional way where I was like being mindful of my diet my sleep was I outside was I drinking enough water even just the people around me you know Mm. what I was absorbing musically what I was watching what I was reading and it kind of made me realize like let me pay more attention to those smaller details that I think we tend to overlook and not consider how much of an impact they make over time and I started talking about it on Tumblr (laughs) that's where I started and just kind of sharing it was kind of like a diary of what I was coming to understand about my lifestyle and myself and just like this sort of like crack in my consciousness I guess you'd say of just really seeing beyond myself and just my life as a whole it was kind of awesome in a weird way kind of bittersweet right where it takes something so heavy to happen to break you open and I started sharing that online and built this community of like-minded people who were kind of in similar situations or just looking for more in their lives and their day-to-day and really It's just been that ever since. And here I am almost 15 years later, still pushing forward with the message. Yeah. And inspiring so many other people to do the same. I'm struck by what you said. So I think a lot of us think about like what we're putting in our body. We think maybe about water, maybe about sleep. But you talked about the content that you were consuming and the ways that it can negatively affect your body. What is the correlation between the music and content that we consume and the way that it can show up in our body responses? Well, I mean, the way that I've been doing my research, because at first it just was more of an intuitive thing Mm -hmm. where I was like, maybe it's what I'm watching and listening to. But as I researched just our body being made up of so much water and how water and frequencies, you know, water moves through sound and just so I was paying more attention to the way that some music would kind of lift me up and then some music would kind of take me down and just being more mindful of like, how do I feel when I listen to certain things? Mm. And that kind of just led what I would choose to listen to and when and why and being more intentional of sort of realizing that you have that power over how you want to feel in wow. the, during the day. And so that's kind of how it started for me with being more intentional with even something like a playlist or what I'm listening to in the gym. That's so good. And I think for so many people, that probably explains why they feel a certain way when they're listening to worship music in a different way when they're like in the gym. So I box in the mornings and like, I don't listen to my worship music when I'm boxing. But (laughs) you need that fire. Right. And then my (laughs) boxing music doesn't necessarily make me want to like lift my hands and give God a praise. Um, (laughs) I'm trying, maybe there's an intersection somewhere I haven't found it yet. But I think that's so uh, profound. And I think people are probably going to take, pay more attention to that now. This started 15 years ago. So 15 years ago, this is not when the wellness conversation was as prominent as it is now. So I'm wondering when you first started exploring this, I think especially in communities, black communities, I don't say communities of color, we're like, girl, don't nobody have time for that. Or like, girl, (laughs) like how was this received in your world when you began to really tap into this different way of being? 
I mean, to be honest, um, I think the most pushback I received is probably my family. Because <laughs> they were like, this right. is, yeah, they were just kind of like, this is white people stuff. You know, <laughs> you're talking about like not eating meat. Because I was tinkering around with my diet. And at the time, you know, now veganism and vegetarianism and plant based is a little more open. Like mm. more people are, are considering it. There's more options in the supermarket. So it's a lifestyle that is more accessible. But at the time, my family was just like, oh, girl, what are you even on right now? <laughs> but online, I didn't receive much pushback. To the contrary, people were really excited and kind of on fire about this different perspective with beauty. Because, you know, we were doing the natural hair boom, mm-hmm. you know, on YouTube. And, and there was a lot more investigation and curiosity about the products we were using and the effects they were having and just how to kind of take more power in uh, what your regimens look like and feel like. And so I think I was actually welcomed because people were like, oh, you're trying to figure this out too? Great. It it became more of a community-based information center, if that makes sense, where everyone kind of had some input. And if this didn't work or that worked, or, oh, I'm a cosmetologist, I can give you some science, you know, and just us, everyone kind of working together to find the best results for whatever the needs were. And I really appreciated that because it's almost like we created a little forum, um, an unintentional forum, just to make sure that everyone had access to Mm. the information they needed. And that was really exciting. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nurturing growth at Woman Evolve has been my greatest joy, but sometimes I'm faced with uncertainty because even healthy change has its crossroads. That's why I lean towards therapy when determining which new paths to take. I don't know who needs to hear this, but talking to a therapist can help you map out your future and trust yourself to find the way forward. I've personally relied on a therapist for fresh perspective and practical tools while navigating unknown territory. If you're interested in giving it a try, I want to recommend BetterHelp Online Therapy. It's the world's largest online counseling platform designed to guide you in your decision making. BetterHelp is convenient, flexible, affordable, and effective. So, How does it work? Easy. After filling out a brief questionnaire, you'll be matched with a therapist who is licensed, professional, and compassionate. This is your chance to find your path in life, sis. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Evolve today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Evolve. It seems like if you do anything long enough, even the people who are your naysayers will eventually cap- catch up because your consistency yes. makes the difference. So I can imagine, though your family may have been a little bit skeptical, like, what is this? 15 years later, they're seeing that not only was it something, it was something that was going to be instrumental in the lives of others. I'm wondering for someone who's like trying to incubate their hope for something they want to do that is foreign to their family. Maybe it is something that they've never seen before. It's out of the box and they haven't yet found their community. Like what kept you motivated? What kept you locked in in order to be consistent to this calling, this sense of, um, of a path forward that had been uncharted in your life, but you felt so connected to, how did you keep your passion there? 
I mean, I just based it on how I was feeling, you know, mm-hmm. I follow the truth by how it makes me feel. And for me, I was seeing the changes. I was seeing the mental health changes, my energy, the vitality that I was experiencing that I hadn't experienced before. And for me, it was like, even if this is something that hasn't been modeled, that I haven't seen, that I, you know, my family had pushed back for, I felt so good. And and I almost knew that instead of trying to be too preachy with them, like, no, mm. this is what needs to happen. It was like, I'm just going to embody it. Yeah. I'm going to live it. And if this is a truth that really does work for me, it will resonate with them in whatever capacity it needs to. Because obviously the changes that I went through, it doesn't mean that everyone else has to go through that same blueprint. But just them seeing me being um, someone that was curious and someone that was kind of observing myself and investigating and questioning, just trying different things. Now it's awesome because I'll see them on Facebook with like food memes about things you have to change in your diet. And I'm like, I'm not going to say I told you so. <laughs> but here but we are. Cool. Yeah, because they see my life. They see, uh, they just see how much I've glowed you know, like I glow. It's not even a glow up in the way that we tend to use it right. culturally, but it's just like a literal glow in the changes that I've gone through in the past 15 years. And they've witnessed it. They've watched it unfold naturally and organically. And sometimes it's all people need is to just witness it. And and it's changed their lives as well, which has been really awesome. I really feel like that's what makes it difficult for us to stay consistent. Instead of embodying something, we want to campaign for it. So right. we campaign for the boundaries. We campaign for the new way of living. And if no one mm-hmm. gets on board with us, then we abandon it all together. But when we say, no, this is my truth. And I don't even need for my truth to become your truth. I just need right. space for it to be my truth. Eventually, those who are going to join you will join you. But they shouldn't determine whether or not you get started. And because of that, you were able to blaze a trail for people who didn't even know they wanted to walk down that path yet. And as a result, literally countless of people, countless brands have been connected to this work that you've been doing. And so I want to ask you, there's this fine line that I have found. I'm curious to understand if you have felt it too, where like, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. But then there's like the technicalities of branding, partnerships, right. <laughs> monetization. And now like this thing that I hold dear has like a deadline and timelines and all of these people connected to it. Like mm-hmm. how do we stay <laughs> in the love part of it when you got like all these different people in the mix now? And it's a good thing, right? Cause it's exposure. It allows you to care for your family and dream 1, and live. Yeah. But also like, how do you keep it? How do you keep it pure even while it's growing? I mean, that has been a learning curve, to be honest. I think I'm still figuring out that balance because, you know, the beauty of of this community that I was able to create is that, like you said, it started growing. And then before you know it, what started off as an online conversation turned into a brand, a business. Now Mm -hmm. it's a business of wellness. And that part... 
was hard for me because that wasn't my intention coming in. Um, But I also saw it as a blessing because I'm like, oh, I can continue to expand. I can continue to grant even more access to these communities. You know, I now will have funding. And it just was like invigorating to think of how much more could be done, especially for our communities that were lacking access to this information. And that excited me and, and had me pushing forward but then then it does become oh you know maybe you should dress a certain way or do these certain opportunities or and then you know sometimes people will go against what you want and kind of make suggestions telling you yes you know we know this is your comfort zone but you got to think bigger you got to think beyond that and what I've learned is that I always kind of stick to my first mind Um, And that's the balance, right? Sticking to your first mind, your intuition and being like, this doesn't feel good to me. So I'm not interested in that opportunity, even as big as it might be, Um, with also being open to change, because sometimes you can still be a little anxious because this is a new world, Mm -hmm. right? You're forging a new path and that's not always the easiest feeling in your body and like your nervous system. But I think finding the balance of staying true while still trying new things has sort of been the learning curve that I've been on. But for the most part, I always check in with myself before making any decision to make sure that it's coming from a place of intention as opposed to perception, which Mm. I think is the game that we can kind of get lost in of being more concerned with how I appear as a businesswoman, as opposed to how I feel as a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of my measure, I guess, for everything I do moving forward. It wasn't until I moved back to Texas that I truly understood what it meant to have a hot girl summer. I'm talking triple digit temperatures, the sweltering heat and loose wigs, All the hot girls are out here sweating. But since we can't let the summer funk ruin our summer fun, I found a solution. It's time to summer-proof our body with Loom Whole Body Deodorant because summer should be about feeling good, looking good, and smelling good. With its aluminum-free, skin-safe, and clinically proven advanced formula, Loom provides 72-hour odor protection, leaving you fresh and confident all day long. You can spend time at the office, hitting the gym, and enjoying a night out with friends while still experiencing freshness. Let me be the first to say that when I first heard about the product, I couldn't believe it. So I decided to put Loom to the test. It would be the Lavender Sage Invisible Cream Deodorant Stick and the Cool Cucumber Deodorant Wipes that won me over. I like that the deodorant stick doesn't stain my clothes and it smells amazing. Plus, the deodorant wipes are the perfect way to remove sweat and odor while nourishing the skin. Sis, with an all-day freshness, prepare to feel your best everywhere. Loom Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Loom Starter Pack with code EVOLVE at loomdeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit loomdeodorant.com and use code EVOLVE. How do you hold on to your authenticity 
um, when trying to hold on to that intention while also balancing the potential for growth and also wanting to be relatable and tangible to the people who aren't necessarily having these types of experiences, like you're having these big brand conversations. Like, I guess what I'm asking is like, how do you stay, I don't even want to say stay humble, but like, how do you stay <laughs> grounded? Cause like, um, you know, I, I speak to people, um, and while I know none of us are walking the exact same paths, I think that there are certain practices throughout my day. There are certain ways that I engage with my friends and my family that help me to really maintain a broad perspective on experiences that are not similar to mine. So like, what are some of the things that you do to keep your perspective broad enough to continue to feed the type of content and solutions that make a difference for the people in your community? I mean, I guess the biggest thing really for me, the older I'm getting, is just my, how do I say it? It's like, I, I've learned that the sticking back to the basics, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, okay, so, you know, I'd recently moved to Oregon okay. <laughs> from New York City, right? And business-wise, people were like, what? You left New York, which is like the hub yeah. of business and just the electric pace and if the who's who and the who's doing what, you know, and you're living in Oregon now where it's like kind of out the way and are you going to be forgotten and FOMO? And if you need, you know, you won't have the access to opportunities. But I felt like I had to do, like I mentioned, what felt good to me in order to properly be of service for my community, mm. you know, because if I started chasing, I had the dope crib in New York and, you know, it, people wa watching my, my business grow and change and those things were happening, but I didn't feel it really shifting me internally in the ways that I needed. And so I think it's not so much staying humble, but it's more so just staying true mm -hmm. to like what feels good to me and trying not to get caught up in the markers of success that people create, you know, our society is created for what, what that looks like. And it's like the, the bravery to create my own markers of success. Wow. I think that keeps me connected where it's like, you have to be okay that maybe like certain cars or homes or uh, positions or goals may just not be in alignment with like what you're actually looking for. You know, I've noticed for me and not to say, I mean, I still like a nice car and a comfortable right. home. <laughs> you know, I have, I love access to every, every option, but I've noticed for me, I'm more concerned with like how I can be of service in the best way possible to my community, to my family, to myself, most importantly, and making sure that every decision kind of comes from that well, you know, and, and that intention. And so that keeps me connected. That keeps me, I wouldn't say humble, but it just keeps yeah. me connected to the people that I want to be connected to. And, and the reasons that I started doing this in the first place, which was just for us to, be of service to each other in ways that I imagine our ancestors and, you know, the generations before us, before like society was kind of designed to be the way it is now. It was more about who could bring what to your home, what 
you know, skill set do you offer to your community? And I, I just, I think of it in that way, if that makes sense. It does. I don't know you very well. I, like many others, have heard your podcast. And I don't know why, but the moment you said Oregon, like, I'm like, that makes sense to me. Like, that feels like on brand for me. And I've never <laughs> even been to Oregon. I don't know you and I've never been to Oregon, but I just see it being like all green and earthy and like homemade oh, jams man. and farmer's markets. Yes. And it just That's feels, it. <laughs> okay, it, just, it feels very on brand. So like, I am not surprised and I hope that you are adjusting and finding lots of peace there because you certainly deserve Absolutely. that for all you pour out. Thank you. Yeah. And like I said, it wasn't a decision that made sense to most people from a business sure. aspect. But like you said, just from knowing and gaining a sense of like who I actually am outside of business, it made sense. And so I had to go with that. And it was like a, a prioritizing of self, yeah. you know, before money or business mm-hmm. moves and that's a, a hard choice to make yeah. a lot of times when you are a business but I've noticed that it's it's always led me to, it's led me in a much better trajectory than any other decision I could have made so I've kind of sticking to that I feel that way too I when I like preach messages and they get popular or something happens and there's something that's going viral I can one part of me can begin to feel the pressure of like, you're probably never going to preach anything like that again. So you might as well just like let that one live on forever. Um, (laughs) But then there's this other part where I'm like, you don't have to do what you did yesterday. All you have to do is see is see what is available for you in this moment. And generally that does start from a place of like, what do you need? Where are you growing? Where are you developing? And all of the messages that I'm able to share are rooted in my own sense of discovery, my own own need, my own purpose and fulfillment. And there is something very rooted that I think allows for it to touch other people because I want to be on this journey with you. I don't necessarily want you to think that I'm so far ahead of you that I can tell you that I'm looking down on you, but I just want you to know that I do see some light at the end of the tunnel and sharing that with other people. I don't know. I think there's something about this generation of influencer that I think is really rooted in authenticity, relatability, Mm -hmm. and something that feels really tangible. And I think that there are people um, who want to do life with you and not just experience a one-off from you. And that sense of community has been really powerful in shaping what I do with Woman Evolve too. But it like only thrives if you're yourself. It doesn't work if you're pretending. It can't, it can't be sustainable otherwise. Right. Yeah. And people can feel it, you know, energetically, like you see certain creatives that people will be like, what is it about them? You know, they just have, they're like, it's, it's not so much a forced brand, but it's a magnet, you know, they're just magnets for opportunities and people. And a lot of times I feel like the most authentic version of yourself you can offer, you're going to, you're going to glow because you're really doing what you want and saying what you want and moving how you want. And that it, it like vibrates off of you, you know, when you're living that way, as opposed to the stresses and pressures of trying to maintain something that isn't really you. You know, and I think people can really feel that and sense it. And it's like a calm energy that you give off of like, I'm just kind of taking each day as it comes and staying open to opportunities and just, I guess, in flow. You know, it's people can feel that you're in flow. Yeah. Yeah. Resisting the pressure. I wonder. So intergenerationally, I have noticed that 
many women who would be considered from a different generation than I am, an older generation than I am, are leaning in to a new definition of womanhood, a new definition of freedom and of wellness. And I'm wondering, have you noticed the same thing? And what do you think it is about previous generations way of living that felt so restrictive and what are you excited about as you see that previous generation lean into a more broad view of wellness and wholeness I think it's exciting like my mom I think is a great example she you know as she's an immigrant, she came from the Dominican Republic and a lot of the decisions that she made were survival based. Mm -hmm. You know, she was coming into a new country, didn't speak the language, didn't really understand the lay of the land. And she had to, like I said, you know, she was working cleaning offices and just like really had to do what she had to do to survive. And it didn't grant her an opportunity to have a life of rest or pleasure mm. or travel. Like these things were a luxury for her at that time. And so I think it's beautiful that she sees that I was able to build off of the foundation she laid where now she sees I do have the opportunity to rest and design and create a life that caters more to how I want to feel and for me to thrive as opposed to like making decisions off of need or desperation. Like it's just a completely different feeling in our bodies and, and the way that we move. And she now gets to lean into what I've created. <laughs> it's yeah. really beautiful because now it's almost like an ecosystem we've created from the foundation that she made. And even something as simple as her going natural, her hair, which for Dominican women <laughs> is like a really big deal. Really? Um, yes. Oh my God, what? No, natural hair was <laughs> not really an option. And her not having, you know, her big fro and just feeling freer mm. and being able to travel and rest and knowing that she has access to joy and even going to therapy, which yeah, is a big deal, I think, for that deal. generation. Yeah. Huge deal for our families to, to talk about our family secrets. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, I, I'm just... Um, I love that it's almost like they've seen us embody that freedom, that freedom of choice and of movement and of joy and love and pleasure. And I think they're like, hold on, you know, <laughs> I like to lean into that, too. And it's beautiful. It's exciting. And like you said, even Gen Z, the younger ones, oh, yeah. they're totally <laughs> consumed by that, you know, and it's just beautiful to see. I think we've we've continued to improve on the design with every generation. So I think it's headed in a beautiful direction. I have to tell you, friend, though, I do think I'm going to betray us a little bit because my seven year old mm -hmm. has a conversation with her sister. And she's like, she's why I want a therapist. And I'm like, you know what? Ella? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> and I want you to honor your feelings, but can you honor them with me? She's like, do they have children therapy? I need a therapist. Like that is her thing every day. And I'm like, little girl, I didn't even know what a therapist was when I was seven years old. I don't know. I'm going to scale it back a little bit. I'll catch y'all at the finish line, but me and her, we got to slow down a little bit. That is so funny. But see, that to me makes sense because I think there's so much more in touch yeah. with their feelings yeah. and, you know, and they're more vocal about it and more interested in leaning into what they need to do. 
to connect to those feelings as opposed to the, uh, you know, older generations where they didn't have time for feelings. No. You know, there was work to be done, families to raise, wives to be, mothers to be. And so I think it's beautiful that we're just like a generation of feelings. Yes, we are. <laughs> and I, I want to continue to see the beauty in it, even when I'm tired. <laughs> Right. Friend, <laughs> you have to tell me. So if someone's listening and maybe, you know, they've always thought wellness was just their physical body and like, OK, going to the right. gym and eating salad. Can you define wellness as you see it? Wellness to me is just the holistic approach to your day to day. You know, it can be as simple as I know Think people think meditation. I have to meditate for an hour and and see a glowing light but it's like even something as simple as a micro meditation which to me is like when you're watering your plant just that that focus on the plant in that moment that that intention of enjoying whatever it is that you're doing to the fullest if you're drinking a cup of water enjoy that to the fullest don't let your to-do list Mm -hmm. or what meetings you have coming up interfere with that little small pleasure and to me it's just finding all the pleasures in your day and being fully focused and poured into whatever that is if it's just a walk if it's your work actually focus on your work don't let the fight you just got into with whoever (laughs) or whatever is on your schedule for next week that flight that you have to pack like we just get so I think consumed I I consider it like a fishbowl where our minds are just these little fish just floating Mm -hmm. all day all day and I think for me wellness meditation all these things is just how can you find those pockets of of full presence throughout the day in everything that you do and to me that's that's the definition of it It should come as no surprise that I like to indulge in new fashions. I recently came across Quince and it's bound to give my wardrobe the creative flair I've been looking for. With timeless classics that never go out of style, you'll want them in your closet forever. Quince has all the wardrobe must-haves like dresses, silk blouses, Mongolian cashmere sweaters, and leather jackets. Here's the best part, sis. Items are priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. That's right, your girl just bless your discount game. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings straight to us. With effortless classics to take me into fall, I've been eyeing their hooded Sherpa jacket and a Mongolian cashmere scarf. Compared to other luxury brands, Quince offers high-quality pieces at an affordable price. I'm telling you, swing by their site. Take the drama out of planning an outfit and upgrade your closet with Quince today. Go to quince.com slash evolve for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash evolve and get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash evolve. So it is definitely something that someone has to consider as a part of their daily routine. Um, How can we discover maybe someone's like, I'm way off track, like I've never done wellness and now I'm burnt out, I'm overwhelmed and I'm in over my head and I 
feel like there's no way out. How do we begin to reverse the hustle and bustle culture of our families, of our communities um, uh, that we may have even set in our own worlds and to begin to introduce wellness, even though it's never been there before? Um, kind of similar to what I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. I think it can be daunting to think about, right? You think you need the yoga mat, you need to be taking yeah. classes. People think they have to wake up at 5 a.m. to go for a run. And it's just like, how am I going to fit wellness? And it's like, I think it's less, don't view it as trying to fit it in as much as it is, as trying to connect with yourself. Mm-hmm. Wellness can be five minutes of silence. You know, it can be, um, when you get home, maybe reframing the energy you come into your home with. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I know some people are like ripping and running, do this, do that yelling, you know, to the kids. Remember our parents, like my mom would come in like a tornado, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, for me, it's like coming in and just sitting down for a second before you even say anything to to anybody and even maybe asking your family to grant you that space you know when I walk in it's not that I'm not excited to see you I love you you know but it's like sometimes I need space to decompress give yourself those five minutes I know sometimes people will sit in their car before they even come inside the house oh yeah (laughs) but to me that's a micro meditation right why do we do that it's because you need to kind of decompress you need your nervous system to kind of find its home base right before moving forward to the next task and so I just say to just it's really just finding the quiet the Mm -hmm. moment where you can just like sit with your thoughts in whatever way that that looks like for you so it doesn't have to be this daunting thing and you'll realize by having five minutes to yourself the next day you might want 10 and then the next day you might want 15 and before you know it you can't remember life without those moments of Mm -hmm. quiet Mm -hmm. so really it's just starting small and then building it out as you see fit to me that's the best advice especially with the hustle and bustle culture and our attention spans nowadays is so much shorter so start small and just let your body feel that and I feel like your body will continue to beg for more and kind of design that out as it needs as long as you continue to listen to it too you know So I feel like what you define was integration. Like it starts off, you're being obedient and then you are obedient long enough that it becomes integrated into the way that you show up in your life, which I think is um, encouraging because it's not something that will be a task forever. It's something that may start off feeling like a little bit of a task, but the goal is to do it in such a way that it just becomes integrated into how you show up in the world and how you show up in your life. So friend, I'm wondering like, what is something you are being obedient to right now that you hope one day you're going to have like fully integrated into your being? Really? It's, um, I, I just turned 41. Okay, come on. <laughs> right, come on 41. And really, I, I've been wanting more vitality, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's something that's been important to me as I get older. It's a lot of why I moved out here. Um, so I want to be more obedient to enjoying my life outside of work. Okay. You know, it's something that is very difficult because I think we define ourselves by our productivity, mm-hmm. by what product we have coming up and trying not to center work so much Mm -hmm. seems counterintuitive nowadays but I really feel happiest 
when I am spending time with my family and my friends and going for walks and riding my bike. And I know work will always have to be there in some capacity because that's how we sustain. That's just the reality of life. But I want to be obedient to spending more time um, enjoying my life and the actual fruits of my labor and not only the labor, which I feel that has taken up I think a little too much time in my life and I I want to I want to make time to enjoy it while I'm here. I think so that's, that's what I'm being obedient to. That's so um powerful because I think that for the social media influence influencer content creator world and I started blogging in 2011 and I think that for the the world was so uncharted you things got popular so fast. It was such a surprise that it did become very consuming. And then it also Mm -hmm. felt very fleeting. Like surely this can't last forever. And then you look down, you're 10 years into it. You're 12 years into it. You're 15 years into it. You're like, okay, so this can last. So now I need to figure out how I can last and keep up Mm -hmm. with it. And so like readjusting and really trusting God that like whatever you have for me is going to be for me. I don't have to like hustle up on it. I don't have to kill myself in order to get it because I don't believe that it is within your will for me to become the thing that I'm doing instead of becoming on my own. And so I think that what you said is so powerful. Yeah. And it's, and sometimes when I, when I say similar to the message you just shared, people would be like, oh, but that's not realistic. You know, we still have taxes, you need retirement. And and we have so many um, stressors and factors that we consider, and they're all very real. I mean, we do live in this reality, but I think the faith, Mm -hmm. whether people understand it or believe it or not, I can only go off of what's worked for me. And like you said, when I first started this, I had no idea that 15 years later, I would still be here uh, reinventing myself, um, staying true to my new interests, stretching, growing. I mean, I went from blogging to YouTubing, to podcasting, to producing, to directing. I mean, it's like, I just feel like a kid in a candy store that's constantly trying new things and being curious and staying open. And it's like, how could that end? You yeah. know, I just I just have to stay curious and open and I'm trusting that it will continue to unfold because I saw none of this for myself. Right. You could not have asked me, are you going to be a podcast producer? We didn't even know what that was 15 years ago. <laughs> I couldn't have designed it. That's the weirdest. I couldn't have designed that. I just had to stay open to staying on track for what was being designed. And so I'm like... 15 more years, 15 years beyond that, like I'm I'm ready, open, willing, able, and just kind of staying true to that, which is why I want to enjoy it while I have it. Because I think we tend to put the enjoyment part off yeah. saying, I have to hustle right, now, I'll right. enjoy it later. But it's like, you don't know that part, you know, you just yeah. have to make room for both. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know before we go, what woman in your life has been most influential as it relates to your journey of wellness? Mm, What woman in my life? Interesting. I mean, I'd have to say my mom, funny Mm. enough, as she's been she's been the most inspiring and motivating because I was able to see how the her life in contrast to mine, you know, mm-hmm. she is a constant reminder of of the blessings mm-hmm. and 
you know, like, like I said, I'm an improvement on her design, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I, to me, it's like, who else could be more inspiring than her? And I'm thankful that I can embody all the hope that she had. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful for that and happy to give that back to her and be an ecosystem for each other. So I think she's probably the most inspiring person on this journey for me. I love that you said embody her hope because I think Mm -hmm. I, I think I do that for my mom too. My mom talks about like all of these dreams she had growing up and things she didn't get to fulfill, but I can tell when she's watching me that she's like watching her too. So absolutely. And with love, because sometimes parents can be a little rigid with you because they are living through you. Yeah. But my mom has done it with love and grace and pure admiration, you know? And to me, that's been the best part, you know, because she she's letting me be myself, but also watching the ways that, you know, like you said, it's like I'm living out things that she couldn't even have imagined. And so I I love that. I love that for us. You know, I'm like, we deserve that. So I'm thankful for that. What do you hope that she knows about the impact that she's had on your life? Oh, man, I just hope that she feels seen. You know, I I know it's hard when you don't reach certain goals and, and, and certain markers in life. It's easy to kind of beat yourself up. You know, my mom probably always thinks like she didn't do enough. She didn't accomplish enough. But I want her to know that in what really matters, which is matters of the heart and life and connection, she's absolutely seen wow. and everything she planted will continue to grow even beyond us. So that's probably the biggest thing for her to feel seen and appreciated and loved. Beautiful. Well, I'm sure she sees, she feels seen when she sees you because when we see you, we are getting a piece of her and what a beautiful piece that is. That's awesome. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for <laughs> your you. life. I'm grateful for your work. I'm grateful for the ways that you inspire us to live in our bodies, to live in our experiences and trust that we're safe within ourselves. And I just hope that you find so much joy and peace there in Oregon. You Come on, Black girls going to Oregon. We're going to have to make our way okay. out there. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me for a hike i'll be here waiting on you but i appreciate that i appreciate you speaking that life and love on me and of course the feeling is mutual so thank you i'm happy to share space with you today oh thank you take care thank you bye bye Friend, you have been so generous with your experiences, your journey, and the information that you shared today. Thank you so much for co-hosting this podcast with me. I think that there are going to be some women who listen to this and truly feel themselves one step closer to really being consistently obedient in the direction of their purpose. Thank you for the trail that you continue to blaze for us all as we experience what wellness is for us and as we make it personal. I'm so excited that the delegation gets to experience your discipline. Come on, Oregon. We will see you on the hiking trail or online. Until then, this conversation is going to transform the lives of so many. We want you to send us pictures or videos of you practicing your own journey of wellness. Email us at podcast at womanevolve.com. If you find yourself doing micro meditations, you were watering your plant, you were present with the kids, you took yourself on a walk, whatever it is, we want to celebrate those wins with you. Email us at podcast at womanevolve.com so that we can be inspired by the wellness inside of you. We'll see you next week.
Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.